0: It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate.
2: I thought defensively, we're, Marek did a great job in the middle, uh, knocking balls away and playing inside. They were trying to get it inside the whole game. Offensively, we were really good for a stretch. Got out, we got some loose balls because of Marek, and uh, we got out on the break. And ties, you know, in the open court's really good. Um, You know, we had the lead, and, you know, we just made bad plays. Frank is not making shots, and he's just not getting by people. He has to settle for a jump shot. We need him to get by earlier. He got by a couple times, but he just hasn't been making anything.
3: After those comments, Coach was asked about the balance at point guard between Buddy Beheim and Frank Howard. You know, he's
2: made him. Mean, he's shooting 30. He was shooting 36 percent for the year. He didn't make anything tonight. That's tonight. Buddy missed the six straight last game from the three, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. Try to be uh, accurate with what you're doing. Frank Howard's gonna play, okay? Unless he has two more games where he doesn't make any shots. Then we'll reevaluate it. Then,
3: coach was asked about what Percet is doing better after his third straight double double. He's
2: rebounding, going inside better. You know, he's not taking three or four threes, he's getting to the basket. That's what he does best. Uh, he still works on his shooting every day, he still makes shots in practice. I think he can make them, and I, I think he will make them for us. Welcome to the Cuse Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe.
3: What's up, Qs Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the QS Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it. The universal handle for the socials is at Cuse Militia. Go there, join the militia. we the only Syracuse sports podcast centered around giving you, the fans, a platform. So, uh, the Orange weather, a late 14-0 run by Boston College at the Dome. And, Bo- and Buddy Bayheim has another career day. So, you'll hear from us. We'll hear from you in the Fan Feedback Top 10. And Syracuse will head to NC State to face the Wolfpack Wednesday, February 13th at 8 p.m. But first, we all need tickets, right, for something at some point. And if you're online searching for tickets, go to ticks.com. Blitz.com. This is the official ticket provider for the Armchair Media Network. Unlike other ticket providers that sneak in the extra fees and unexplained service charges, at TixBlitz, the price you see is the price you pay. Unnecessary fees should not prevent you from seeing the sporting event and concert of your choosing. Go to TixBlitz.com and enter promo code Armchair at checkout to receive 5% off the total ticket purchase. That's T-I-X-B-L-I-T-Z.com. Promo code Armchair. Ticks, Blitz, Guaranteed Seats, Guaranteed Emotions. So we are going to talk about the um, the Boston College sequel. But first, yes. Uh, why don't we just clear the air about our comments on Frank Howard in the audio card that kind of ruffled feathers a little bit last episode. You know, um, just from my perspective, I didn't think it was a big deal. I had no idea that people were going to get so upset about it. And, and maybe part of it was because I didn't see what else, who, who else was saying other things besides our own fan feedback. Maybe there was right. a lot of people trashing them on Twitter that were, that I I didn't, I just didn't see it. You know, I, I go on Twitter for the games and I'm pretty much done until the next game, unless, I gotta, right. unless I'm going to post something about the audio card or whatever. So right. um, I'm not on there all the time, but, Um, No, and the
4: audio card was edited. And again, I mean, that's just – it's to try to get people to to listen to the podcast. So if you listen to the podcast, then you can understand a lot more about what we were talking about and how we really weren't dogging him as a player. Not everybody is a leader, and that was just a question that came up because the fans and fan feedback over – throughout the season has questioned his leadership. So. We kind of threw it in there and just made some comments, and then you kind of plucked some things from our conversation, and it sounded like that, and people kind of took it and ran with it. I, people, I plucked anyway, it
3: one-sidedly on purpose, right? And, and well,
4: like I said, the point is to get people to listen to it, right? Don't just and, and, listen to the sm- small little audio and take that by, at face value, you know.
3: I someone said, "Oh, you posted an out-of-context uh, clip," and and you know, I don't I don't respond to I don't respond to snark and things like that on Twitter. It's not worth my time. Um, if you wanted to DM me and have a private conversation, I'm not going to have a Twitter battle. Um, it's just, right. it's not worth my time. I have other things to do, but, uh, yeah, it's out of context. Of course it's out of context. The 52 minute or 50 minute episode, I posted one minute that was chopped up, but here's the thing. I was harder on seven, seven and eight year old boys when I coached basketball than I, than I have ever been on any of these kids for the, for the Syracuse team. So don't ever think, by the way, that when, we, when we're getting on uh, the SU players, football or basketball, it it's, doesn't come from a place of malice. It just comes – it's just analysis. It's, right. There's no denying what I said. Not What I, what I was saying about Frank was not untrue. Right. In, 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 it's an uh, observation. It's an observation. <laughs> it's just – you know, I love Frank Howard. Frank Howard, we've been talking about Frank's attitude and stuff like that going way back, man. Way right. back, I so you know I saw a lot of stuff people virtue signaling about it. That when I went through their Twitter feed, they dogged Frank Howard too. But so mm. you could say he sucks. At, he sucks playing the game, or he's awful playing the game. But as soon as you question his leadership, then all then oh well, you just you know mind blown. But here's the thing, um, you know, he's in a position where he needs to be a leader. It's not like I'm questioning Dolezal's leadership. I mean, it's not. It's yeah. not really his. Well,
4: point guards are look, looked looked at for that, right? So. Exactly.
3: So, hey, and I don't ever want to. I don't ever want you guys to think that um, I'm dogging players out of a place of just to be mean. It's not it at right. all. It's not it. Right. And and no. you guys, the people who listen, are the only ones I care about. I couldn't care less about what people on Twitter think. I don't because it was funny because the split was at Twitter, and then you go to Facebook and Facebook was there was general conversation about it. People disagreed. It was fine, though. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't, you know what I'm saying? It, wasn't, it was a totally right. different tone on Facebook than it is on right. Twitter, and it's always like that. So whatever. Uh, take it or leave it. I'm not going to sit here and fluff everything all the time. I don't think anybody would want to come to a podcast where two Syracuse uh, uh, sports fans are talking Syracuse sports, and all we do is fluff it all the time. It's not fluffy. Right. You know, no, so, no exactly. Um, anyway, all right, so that's that. I just wanted to clear that up because I did – there was a point in time where I just felt terrible that, that even – any of that even happened. And then I listened to it again. I'm like, what the hell's going on? You guys are – people are being too sensitive. So anyway, all right. Um, so that's, that's the last I'm going to talk about it. Um, uh, all right, the, the quads broke down like this now. The new net rankings came out today. Syracuse sits at, well, well they're 4-0 on quad four. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, that None of that looks like that's going to move. So we're solid. Right. We're solid there. So good, good. Um, eight and two in quad three games. Played a ton of quad three games. Some of these have slipped. Some of these were quad two games. The Notre Dame one um, jumps out at me. Oh, no, that's still, that still is a quad two. Okay, but right. uh, eight and two in quad three. Three and two in quad two. Um, Clemson, Notre Dame, and at Pitt, and at Notre Dame were the three. And then we still got Yukon and Oregon, the two ugly losses at um, Cuse in the city. And right. then quad one is two and three. Pretty decent. OSU and Duke are our wins. And Buffalo, still solid in the net rankings. Uh, at, I think, uh, 22. 22? Yep, and Virginia Tech, obviously, they'll stay there. Florida State, they'll stay there, and um, those were the losses. So, yep. solid net rankings. Now, it begins, though. I think, uh, well, well, we'll talk about it, but this NC State game coming up, it would be another big one, be another big one. And that will be a quad one game as NC State, We'll be on the road there, and they're a 35 in the net. So yep. solid. It's a great opportunity to get a, a quad one win on a on a team we can beat. So we'll get in, yep. we'll get into that. Um, so it was Syracuse did lead by 10 points in the second half. Then they went on a 13 three run with Tyus Battle taking over the game at that point. He had 11 points in that stretch. He Just seeing red again, and that's what we love out of second half. Tyus. And we mm-hmm. he saw it against Duke. It was very similar. Uh, just taking it to the hoop. And boy, when he's on a breakaway, man, don't, don't he's like a freight train. Um, oh, yeah. Th- with the score at 60-40 to 40 at that point, then BC goes on a 14-0 run. And I thought, are we seriously about to lose a quad three game, blowing a 20-point tw- <laughs> lead to Boston College at home in the Dome? But... Uh, within 6 would be as close as BC would get as Syracuse would hit their free throws. Holy cow, down the stretch to get the W. Uh, the Orange need to win the games that they should, and they did, improving to 17-7 and seven and 8-3 and three in ACC play. A great bounce back for Buddy after struggling yes. against the FSU defense. A career-high 16 points paired with 3 steals, and Buddy is becoming good at what he does. He was drawing some extra attention from the BC defense, and... Um, you know well we had the guy that didn't have a great bounce back and that was Frank Howard 1 for 9 uh 3 points 1 assist 1 rebound uh, we're gonna need Frank to play to his potential in these last seven games heading into the tournament time. We got seven games down the stretch before the ACC tournament, and this the schedule is gonna get brutal. And he's got to get better. Brissette though, with his third double-double in a row, and I'm buying into Brissette right now. It's good to <laughs> see. We need that 12 rebounds, 12 points. Dolezal, uh leaving his mark. You like that? See what he did there. As usual, yeah. as usual, he had um, things that on the stat sheet that just They matter. And things that didn't make the stat sheet that mattered, like tipping balls back and such. Uh, 7 Mm points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 4 steals, and 2 blocks. Syracuse shot 42.3% from the field, 38.9% from behind the arc, and 80% from the line. As I mentioned, that was the difference in the closing of the game, in my opinion. Bowman, despite being benched for 4 minutes, scored 21 again. That's what he scored last Hmm. time. And Chapman was held in check for the most part with 12 points. The Orange D was solid, holding Boston College to 33.3%. Overall. Syracuse turned 18 Boston College turnovers into 25 points. That's freaking awesome. Uh, yep. While BC scored five points off the Oranges, 13. The Orange had the upper hand in the all time series, 49 to 26, and we were out rebounded once again, 37 to 34. <laughs> uh, winning the games we should, Joe, when we did. And it was yep. good to see you get out of there. I was a little nervous, but um, I don't think I was ever I don't anyway. It got to within six. I was getting nervous.
4: Yeah, I think the game was just too sloppy. I just never thought they were gonna don't get me wrong, I was nervous, but I just never thought that they were gonna get close enough to really to really make it to where they, I thought they were gonna come back. We just Ty's battle wasn't gonna let us lose that game. So he was gonna hit a shot when it got too close. Uh, and really just I mean, I don't I feel like neither team really shot other than the little the little uh, the couple little runs that we had you know the first the first half with uh, buddy Beheim and then the americ hit a three and then uh in the second half with with Tyus battle those were like two runs other than that you know, there wasn't really a lot of high percentage shooting and you know we just <clears throat> kept the lead based upon our free throws three uh, free throw percentage we can finally say it's so hard to say because i don't you know,
3: it's just been, we never say we never say that. It's been about three games. Uh, yeah.
4: So and then uh, the turnovers as well. So um, overall, good win. Like you said, you have to uh, you have to win those games. Yeah. And you know that yeah. Kai Bowman's tough, but yeah. I mean, we stopped Chet. does
3: he hit some freaking amazing shots? He hit what? the same exact shot. I know the one in the corner. Yeah. And 100%. I'm like, I mean, as soon as he tossed it up, I couldn't even see him, and I said, "It's going in." I knew it. Mm-hmm. It was the same shot. You're right. It was the same spot in the court too. Yeah, same exact shot. And I
4: thought he was going to hit that last one to uh, at the end of the game. Oh, that would have helped my, you out,
3: huh? That would have helped you out. It would have helped my bookie <laughs>
4: figure out a little bit. No, you know, ten, ten and a half points. That's a lot of points. Uh, and I don't even know what he did as far as team violations, but
3: yeah, it's being held under wraps, pretty good. But what, yeah, but that's my. It's I get it. Four minutes. But I mean. You can't play for the first four minutes. Okay. Ooh. Ooh.
4: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> you might as well have not even done anything.
3: Yeah. Why well, cause a controversy?
4: Unless it's one of those things where it gets called up. I don't know if the NCAA can get involved with that or if they find out, like the school finds out or something. I don't know. Maybe well, they're just team, doing it. To... It said
3: team violation though. So I don't know. I don't. Think yeah, it's but if their the school rules? knows the team. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess it. It, it gets muddy, right?
4: So yeah, you just so. want to cover
3: C uh, you know, CYA, man. You know? Oh,
4: absolutely. So, yeah.
3: yeah, but the kid's a difference maker. And he's I think he's a junior this year, right, Joe?
4: Yeah, he'll probably be going to the league, yes, though.
3: Please go. Holy cow, I'm so sick of <laughs> it. Right? You know?
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there was another slow one by Hughes.
3: Yeah, he struggled um, a little bit, man. He was um you know, three for seven, hit one one for four and his three pointers, but you know he had a block and a couple steals, seven points, but you know, yeah, when he's when he's held in check, Buddy can shine. It's it's yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's kind of like you can't guard them all. And just imagine when when Gerard's out there next year, you know you well, yeah. you have Buddy Gerard and Hughes on the floor sometimes all at the same time. That's
4: yeah. But look, I mean, you know, but we're not going to beat good good teams with this with this box score when you really look at it. When you see Frank Howard and Chuku yeah, putting together yeah, those yeah. stat stat line, Chukwu. I mean, what they almost came back and got within six. Uh, we ended up obviously winning by eleven. But uh, I mean, Buddy Beheim putting up sixteen, Dolge filling you know stuff in the stat sheet. percent with his third straight double double, and Tyus Battle has very very high percentage, uh, twenty one points.
3: Yeah, eight for thirteen, and and, and right. just Chuku is one. One point in six rebounds, I think, in the last two games. It's freaking yeah. um, bad. I know. It's bad. Uh, yeah. You, you got to do better than that. We're going to NC State, and one of those guys, along with the others who did play, the, at least one of them is going to have to step up, whether it be Frank or Pascal. Someone down low is going to have to be. You know, you got, uh, like, Jack Salt, you know, for UVA. He, he, he's just going to smack Chuko around. It's not even going to be close. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know you're what I'm absolutely saying? right yeah <laughs> so I mean you know he, you're gonna have to uh he's gonna have to play anybody he played he played great against duke which is like his best game of the season and it was like a total, yeah. a total shocker so sometimes when we need Chuku, he comes through and yeah. it's just it's kind of like go figure but yeah anyway. again
4: Brissett had I think a few too many turnovers for my liking and sometimes Hughes uh, I question some of the – uh
3: Question is ball handling is the only thing I
4: question, but he well, did, that one turnover he, did, he had, it would, there should have been a wide open layup, and he just didn't keep his eye on the ball and catch it. And then you see what he did. Yeah, he Chapman did again? the
3: same thing. Him and Chapman do not like one another. He slapped the ball of his hand again.
4: Did the same thing.
3: Same
4: thing. I'll tell you what, if the refs would have done their homework, that would have been an automatic t without a doubt.
3: It might have been because he grabbed the ball. He smacked the ball of his hands again.
4: But at that point, I mean, Chapman had he just laughed about it. And I don't think Elijah Hughes is going to stop that time. So
3: maybe, maybe.
4: But he maybe they're that one friendlier out. than
3: it looks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
4: May well, yeah. You never know what what goes.
3: Maybe know. maybe they're he's
4: just toying. Maybe he's, with them. he's just oh doing. yeah. Well, maybe he just said something funny after and. Yeah, and he exactly. laughed about so, it, and it wasn't don't, that big of a we deal. Because we don't, know
3: what's said, and they either, right, right, they either right. can't stand each other, or they're and... right. Exactly, they either can't stand each other, or they're pretty cool with one another. That's how I look at that. So yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, same exact thing happened. Yeah, so
4: yeah,
3: it's pretty funny. Yeah, uh, it, it was. But um, so yeah, I mean, what do you want to hear from fans? What do you want to do?
4: Yeah, let's do that. I mean, we're through it, got it done. So
3: yeah, all right,
4: it's time. Let's go.
2: It's time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the Loud House, the best damn college sports fans in the nation.
3: All right, by now, well, most of you, there's new listeners all the time. So, hey, if you don't know already, go to Facebook, go to Twitter. At (laughs) Militia is the, the universal handle there, and I always propose the question at the end of every game, and that is where I prompt you to leave your thoughts. On the game, so here we go. What are we starting with here? We're gonna start with f- Facebook, and uh, Zach says, if you remember Zach's comment last week, he said Tyus, Tyus point guard buddy dropping threes. What I say, I, uh, that was that
4: that's was- what you're gonna see when Frank Howard struggles, like what Jim Baham said in the press conference. Frank's gonna play. He's a senior guard, uh, and. We, if we want to make any type of run in the, in the tournament or have a more successful season than you know what we could have then he needs to step up yeah no doubt you know what I mean like it, that's just
3: yeah I, I think so
4: that's what it is I mean it can we can sit here and we can patch together wins with ty's battle and and buddy beheim doing that uh, but I, I don't think, like we go ahead. like we just said you're just gonna be no Postseason tournament success with Chukwu and Frank Howard playing the way they are.
3: Yeah, and you know I don't think as far as the regular season goes, I don't think there's any more patching together wins. Maybe Wake Forest you can patch one together, but uh, maybe one out of seven, possibly. But
4: yeah, well we were talking about that last game of the year with Clemson, but true. Don't don't look now; they've won four straight. Just beat Virginia Tech yesterday, and
3: they're fifteen and eight,
4: and they're higher than us in the net and like Ken Palm, anything, any type of analytics and we websites gotta, that I see.
3: Yeah. And we got to play them at home too. By the way, Syracuse is a 49 in the net and Clemson is 37. So they're on fire. Yeah. Um, Steven says we avoid avoided a bad loss in the disappearing duo of Pascal and Frank again, showed up. Not a good sign, Joe. I mean, mm. you want to piggyback on that? We kind of just touched on it, but
4: well, yeah, it's, Again, what we've talked about for majority of the year, uh, as we go through this this season, you start to see what your team is and you look at potential trying to maximize that. But it doesn't always happen. And that's really where we're at. I mean, I think we know the things we need to to win on as far as, you know, in in, in the games that we touch on every single day. But now we've identified the players and the roles and everything like that. We know what type of teams we can beat when they don't play good. But we know we can't beat the real good teams, if they do, or you know if they don't. I should say. So
3: right, and you know, deep, you know, Tyus in his post game was talking about defense leads to wins, and that's where we need Pascal, need him yeah. on defense.
4: Yeah, and we've always been on. We've always been like that as far as we don't, uh, we don't need him to score to score. Right. I mean, that's just a cherry on it's top. Nice. <laughs> Right, yeah. but if he can come in and he can put, you know, mid to high twenty minutes of great defense and just stop that stuff, put in, get great rebounds and blocks and that kind of stuff, and have good energy.
3: That's all we need from it's him. It's kind of like you, you just touched on it, and I was just about to say, it's the energy, man. It's not so much the effort as it is like just the movement. So, uh, yeah. Brandon says we need to be up by seven or down by seven points in order for us to play our game. Never seen that before. However, they played better when Howard was benched. Um, you know, I didn't really—I don't know—Howard was benched so much that I didn't really see it. But the, the in in the second half there, when they went on that run, I don't know if that had anything to do with Howard being benched. It was freaking just Tyus. I mean, he had like—I don't know how many fast break points he had, but it had to have been double digits, right? Yeah. I mean. Oh yeah. I mean, he was freaking. He was like, he was running down there like a, a charging bull. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's that's uh, kind of Ty Bowman's game too. By the way, it was kind of back and forth a little bit there for a minute. Oh yeah, yeah. They um,
4: they just <sighs> Frank Howard needs to be able to play like we said. Like he has to be able to play. I know it looks good right now, and again, when he doesn't play good, then Beheim is going to put Ty's Battle at the point guard, and then he's going to bring Buddy in. You know, and Buddy, he's got a few things that he's better at than Frank. But Frank's got more things that he's better than in Buddy and that he's shown historically. It's just getting the consistency out of it. So it's going to be one of those things I feel like every single – is it going to be the disappearing duo? Who's going to play good? Who's not going to – you know, we, we start getting used to Chukwu playing good and we think that he's back and then it's like only two, three games.
3: Yeah, he was so solid for two games in a row. And, and that, then Frank
4: Howard, same thing, yeah, and even Brissett. Yeah. I mean, he's done three in a row, but I mean, he's done some disappearing acts too this year. So again, it just comes down to what we we peg on is just the inconsistency of this, and we haven't seen it, and we just never know what we're going to get from most people every single game.
3: Right. And the good. I'm going to give you the good and the bad of Brissett. the The bad first. He's 0 for four from three in the last four games. I oh, knew you always bang on him about shooting the, threes, but the, go ahead. The, the good news is the good. Is he's only shot in he's four, only right? Shot oh, four. Okay, yeah, I
4: got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what? good. Look, now, how man, did you see that got, coming? He's got three double doubles.
3: But oh the good yeah, thing about absolutely. Him, absolutely. The three.
4: The good thing about him is that you see he looks more into the game. Yeah. You know, when you're having fun, you're scoring points, and and you're winning, then you see the people out there wanting to play. You see the effort. You see stuff like that. But, you you know, when you see somebody get benched, and then they go to the bench, and he gets a little, you know, he stays sitting down and gives a little golf clap for one of the more explosive plays of the game. Yeah, yeah like again like we talk about that stuff with the energy like that's what it is like you don't no coach wants to see that no fan wants to see that if you make a mistake you know and you get pulled out you walk to the bench you take your lickings you get your rest you know catch your breath grab some water and then you go back and and you prove it wrong and you do better you know that's just and you got to be a good teammate you got to Raised your teammate up, and well, my, like
3: my comments last episode were exactly that, and he he did it he again. He play,
4: played him out. He played him out again. Exactly, and mm-hmm. that's again one of those things. So I mean, when you see just the effort and just the body language body between language. Frank, Frank Howard yeah. and Buddy Beheim, the coach is going to pick Buddy Beheim hundred percent of the time when you're playing like that.
3: Right. Exactly. Bottom line, and he shoots fifty
4: percent from three point. The problem is, is that again, we're going to need Frank Howard to score a little bit but also to be able to be a point guard bring the ball up against heavy pressure because I don't know if Buddy's there yet with that. What so. would
3: you think of the behind the back pass from Howard was that uh...
4: no
0: comment.
3: <laughs> Jeff says agree with Howard bench really lost momentum when he rested Battle but he needs a break Behai much better overall just not on off just not on offense. I don't understand that. I was going to comment. No,
4: on- he said, and he said, well, I think he's saying, and not just on offense.
3: Oh, not just on offense. Like I yeah, think, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and
4: I think some of the fans are starting to see that because, again, I was, you know, you kind of question sometimes uh, the physicality, the speed, that kind of stuff. You know, athleticism of, you know, maybe a freshman or um, you just don't know. And right. we didn't know what we were going to get out of Buddy Boeheim as far as defensively and stuff like that. I do still think he kind of struggles picking up, you know, full-court press, stuff like that. But he's improved so much, and I think a lot of people I, – I mean, I know I've seen it. I've had conversations with my dad, my brother. They see it in the last couple of games. He's been getting his hands on some balls up on the top of the 2-3 zone, and I think that's what that comment is. Is that
3: Three steals in, against Boston College. I mean – you know, right. he didn't have any turnovers either. He played how many minutes <laughs> did he play? I don't have that.
4: Well, he was just—it was just—he's a headstrong player. Like he doesn't get out of it. Twenty-three minutes.
3: Twenty-three minutes, no turnovers.
4: Twenty-three minutes, no turnovers. Sixteen was points. Very, was three very efficient. Three steals. Uh, I mean, you can't argue that. No, you can't argue that's an efficient you can't game.
3: A- you can't argue stats and numbers. It's, math doesn't lie.
4: Exactly. So I mean, they want to you question it I mean if Frank Howard's playing good and he's hitting some of those shots then Beheim, buddy Bayham might not get all those minutes
3: if Frank Howard's been playing good all through ACC play Buddy Beheim might not be playing much at all I mean I, right. I, I, you know it comes down to what he shows in practice and he might sprinkle him in but he's not getting 20 something <clears throat> he's not getting 20 something minutes a game.
4: No, I'd be willing to bet that the way he's played the last couple games is is probably even surprising to his father, as far as even like <laughs> yeah. as, as far as the ACC. You yeah. know what I mean? I yeah, wouldn't be yeah. surprised. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, but he's going out there and he's playing, and you can't, as a coach. I mean, people want to say "daddy's boy" and it's politics and this, this and that. I mean, go look at the box scores. If anybody who thinks that he's doing it because it's his kid, go look at the stats. The stats don't lie.
3: No, stats don't lie, man.
4: You know, if you need points and Frank Howard's not attributing to that, then he's going to put in somebody who's shooting about 50% from the three-point line. He might lack in other different areas, but if what, we're, what we need is scoring, he's going in. He's
3: got Plain guys tra- ch- chasing Brissett or chasing Tyus. They're not rolling back in time. They're, he's getting these wide-open looks. He's going to take them every time.
4: Right. Like you said way back when we got, uh, when we got him. When we signed him, you know, good old BB, he'll shoot your eye out.
3: That's right, he will. And
4: he's he's doing it his freshman year, so.
3: That's right. Uh, I, w- I will say there was, I might as well, since you brought up uh, old BB, I got another one from Anthony on Facebook. Buddy Buckets. Um, Buddy Buckets. Buddy Buckets. Uh, I like it. Jeff, I just did Jeff. Joe says, a win in the ACC is automatically good. Just keep winning the games you need to. 7-8-9 seed will be a lock. I mean, yeah, you win the games you need to. Like we said, I think we got to try to pick up maybe two of these. A Wake Forest and two more? Yeah. Yeah.
4: I think we we're talking Wake like Forest and two more. But yeah. again, I mean, we can, once we get through this NC State thing, you know, then we can, then we can talk well, about we, the next, the next six. Right. You exactly. Know, we'll talk third, about our last third thing. and final, final rough gauntlet. gauntlet. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, so. good, good
3: point, Joe. uh, 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 uh Joe R. A win in the ACC is automatically good. I would say most of them are the best, most competitive. I think my this is totally opinionated because uh, I don't know the numbers, but the best, most um, competitive conference in the country is the ACC. I mean, just look at the top twenty-five. Yeah, I think so. Right. Yeah. Uh, let's see, at D Fin one on the bright side, we got the W. Other than that, Frank was still absent and nothing from Chuku. We lost a 20-point lead late. Elijah, to me, seems like he's been struggling since his head hit the, since his head, he hit his head off the floor. Um, <laughs> he hit his head hard.
4: He did, too. Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah. He did. Uh, Elijah, I think, sometimes just... I don't, I don't know. I don't really know, Joe. What, I mean, what do you see? It's so hard to read Elijah sometimes because I mean, there's been times where he was just getting, he was just getting dogged by defenses. They're just on him. And right.
4: Well, I think, well, dude. I mean, wasn't wasn't there a stat yesterday that said something like he's he's got like the most made three pointers in the ACC or something like that?
3: Is it, I mean, no, I didn't see that graphic, but I mean, I could I be
4: absolutely it. full of poop, But either way, I mean,
3: he's got a lot. Yes, he's, he's got a lot. He's got a lot, and he gets a lot of attention. I don't blame. The only thing I see with Hughes. Well, that's is, the point. Yeah,
4: they probably have a very good defensive player.
3: Yeah, they have a game. They 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 scout Hughes for sure, and Buddy's going to be getting it soon too. So um, yeah, that's uh, true. But um, but with that's Hughes, just going to
4: open up stuff with other people. Uh,
3: absolutely, that's the that's what's beautiful about it. But um, yeah. that's what happens when you have shooters. It's something we've missed for like a long time. <laughs> Um, but uh like Ennis maybe we talked about that uh Hughes the only thing I think I see with Hughes though that I can be real critical of is just his ball handling we've talked about that I'm not gonna beat a dead horse about it but oh yeah no I
4: mean he's he's got a little bit of sloppy ball him, but again I mean sometimes he looks good I think it all just depends on really who's on him and what kind of pressure he's got I mean I think he's still a relatively young player um, as far as that goes, and he's not in a, I don't know if he was coming into the position of this year thinking that he was going to have to be relied upon to score double digits, but, um uh, yeah. you know, I think we need him a little bit more than probably what he thought his role was going to be this year. And, and, and he's, he's responded in some games in which I think that's forced other teams to put better defenders on him. You know, Hey, this is their three point guy. If you're talking about anybody on Syracuse's team, other than buddy Bayheim recently, for pretty much all the teams throughout the season, the the best shooter, three point shooter, is Elijah Hughes. Make sure he doesn't get him off. Yeah. And then if you then you play pressure D, and if you're forcing him to put the ball on the ground and drive, then every once in a while you're going to get a turnover, and it's going to look a little sloppy. And I think that's when when Elijah Hughes defers the shots to other people. Yeah. Um, which so you know. he doesn't really get as aggressive as we might need him to be later on in the season definitely a couple you know, next year and, in the years to come. But for right now, I think, you know, these games where they put a tough defender on him, I don't want to say push the issue, but you got to stop deferring and, and giving other people shots because he needs to know that he's got to shoot more, I guess is, is really, yeah, he only you know, I'd rather, the- I'd rather him shoot more than, you know, Howard go one for nine.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, just, 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 you know, how many, how many minutes did Howard get? You have that?
4: Twenty-one.
3: How many minutes did Hughes have? <laughs>
4: Thirty-eight.
3: Okay. Uh, Hughes only shot the ball seven times to Howard's nine. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Uh, all right. At salty, War- <laughs> at salty warrior BC is not that good. Beat decent teams, please. We should be blowing these cupcakes out of the dome. Um, we well, I mean, I part of me really, really, um, can agree with that. I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. I really am. But it's just been my expectations that these games are going to be close, no matter what.
4: When has it ever been different?
3: <laughs> well, we did beat my. Well, who did we beat by twenty? Miami. We crushed yeah. Miami.
4: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Miami almost beat North Carolina last night. Yeah,
3: I know. We went in <laughs> overtime. So no. yeah, but uh, at Salty Warrior, I feel I feel you. But you know this team. You know by now that that's few and far between, and we got one this year. Just be just be happy about that. <laughs>
0: I'll no, just
4: be
3: happy about the win. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, exactly. At Oil Q's, I was getting a little nervous there for a minute. The team played a lot better without Frank in the game. Buddy is the best shooter we've had in a long time. Bowman is very good for BC. Yes, Bowman is very good for BC. Yeah. And I hope we don't have to see him in any kind of tournament action. Um, You know, beating a team three times in a season is tough. I don't want to no, see Pitt either.
4: Dang. The thing is, is that they don't have really a, like a lot of depth, um, but he seems like a player that can just beat you.
3: He can. He can, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Um, the, oh, yeah, a lot, getting a lot of the team played better with Frank on the bench or out of the game. So if you think I'm picking on Frank, go through the fan feedback and tell me <laughs> what I was supposed to pick <laughs> because it's No, all it's, it. it's not
4: picking on Frank. It's like, again, it's an observation. You yeah, know, just, and, like, the yeah. team had expectations. You know, players have expectations, too, by right. fans.
3: Sure, absolutely. And, yes, absolutely, especially in that position. At Tony Staffieri. haha, uh, got <laughs> Got the must-win, but with slow starts and blown leads becoming a trend, we could be seeing how this movie ends in March. And that right there, I guess, kind of capsulates what we were talking about before we started fan feedback, Joe. Right? I yeah. mean, uh not not having Chuku play defense and not having Howard play offense that's a bad combination that's a real bad combination
4: Um, yeah
3: that's
4: (laughs) that dog ain't gonna hunt that's 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 not gonna work like he said I mean it's I think I don't want to get too worried about you know people coming back having big leads and coming back stuff like that it's in basketball, it's very, very hard to... When you get up that many points, then you kind of sometimes take the foot off the accelerator. And sometimes, you know, and in, in especially in that, in that sport more than others because of the amount of points that are scored, you know, there's windows that open to allow a team to maybe hit a couple shots, get some momentum, and make it a little bit closer than what it should have been. And some teams lose that way because they can't stop the bleeding and, and teams actually come back and win. But... Um, I think that for the most part, I mean, even Old Dominion, I mean, would you, I, mean I really wouldn't look that as a huge comeback, right? We were up ten and a half. Ten, yeah. But it was not like it wasn't like we, we took ballooned the whole game, it. though. It it
3: wasn't.
4: The, yeah, the and whole it, it was I'm sorry. Right, and it wasn't like we ballooned it to 18, right? right? Like making up 10 points. So, I mean, again, when you're winning up that much, I mean, well, I was surprised it didn't happen to Miami.
3: Right. Well, like Coach said, if you're making the mistakes we were making after we were up sixty to forty, you're making those mistakes. They hit two threes and two twos, and all of a sudden your leads cut in half. That's it.
4: Right. Oh, it can
3: happen. It happens and
4: bat in, bat in the eye. Oh yeah, yeah.
3: absolutely. Um, at one more here. At Spud Mall Five. Time to move on from Frank. Better give those minutes to develop someone for tournament next season. For tournament slash next season. Well, as you heard, Frank is. Uh, Frank's gonna be our guy for the yeah. for the rest of the year. He's a senior. He's going through a rough stretch. I do. I I have you know. Um, Dude, he's I climbed hope, out of this fire before. Yeah, he's done it. He's done it before. But where where I'm at with Frank is that I, we know he can do it, right? In just like you just said, he's climbed out of this fire before. We know he right. can do it. So. You know, if it's we have the
4: can, we have the fans have the confidence in him that he needs that he lacks himself.
3: Right, and you heard coach in the coach montage. So moving on from Frank's not going to happen, but I understand the sentiment. I do. You know, a lot of people saying that, but this was a BC team, and you know, I just don't know if, if, if we can beat some of these other teams we just talked about. It. I don't know if we can beat these some of these other teams going down the stretch without Frank. He's got to play good.
2: He's got to Well be. then that's
4: that's the thing. Is I didn't think that his a lot of his shot selections really weren't really I didn't think that bad. No, and they he were, was and he was doing some of the things that we've been talking yes, about getting to just, trying to get by the guy, get yeah, to the rim, but everything was short. Yeah. Everything was short. Front so of the iron. again, well yeah, and we're dude, we're not gonna you don't coach a team for the I mean obviously you want the players that are going to be returning to get experience that are naturally going to do that. But you don't coach a whole season, especially in the middle of the season when you're 17-7. You don't and coach for next year. You're not thinking about that. Jim Boeheim knows what's up. He knows that Buddy is doing some things that I think that were probably pretty unexpected, especially considering how he's playing in the non-conference. And it's been pretty much a breath of fresh air because he's allowed us to win some of these games.
3: Yeah, when Dad, Joe we, wanted to redshirt him.
4: Hey, 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 look, look. <laughs> I didn't think that Frank Howard was going to have these. I didn't think we are going to have these guard problems. I expected more from Carey, and I definitely expected more from Frank Howard, especially yeah, he's I playing don't know. 40. I go ahead. You see what I'm saying? I but didn't have way,
3: expectations for Carey, to be honest with you.
4: Well, I mean, I thought he was. I had higher expectations for Kerry than than Buddy. But, again, that's where you You want to you talk about a
3: player I feel bad for? It's Jalen Carey.
4: No, dude, I mean, dude, you have to bide your time sometimes, you I know. know just... So that's what it is. All I know is that Jim Beheim knows that this team, this year, that the max to maximize the talent, Frank Howard has to be out there and playing good. So it's not a matter of if he's going to play; it's a matter of if he's going to get out of his head. And him and Beheim and the coaching staff is going to figure something out.
3: Right. Well, um, yeah. Going just going back to 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 the original statement to move on from Frank, I I understand it. A lot of people are are they're going there. They're fed up. So
4: my dad said that yesterday.
3: Yeah, I mean I've heard it from a lot of people I respect and basketball minded Syracuse fans as well. Now look, so
4: at some point if you if you if he continues to keep doing like well, coach this, said
3: two more games. If he's going to be like this, two more games we will rebound.
4: Well, I mean he says that, but I, I mean who knows how long it would actually be, but. I just, you know, the rope is getting shorter and shorter and, That's you know, true. he's trying to show him the whip and he's not really responding. He's not. But look, he just needs to, he just needs to get out of his own head. We all know what he can do. And this team isn't going to make the run that they want to make unless he is out there doing it. So,
3: yeah, just so, the bottom line. Man. Anyways, yeah, that ends fan feedback. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for participating in fan feedback. Love hearing from you, folks. It was brought to us by my bookie. Uh, if you've never bet online, I would do your research first. If you have bet online before, then you know what you're getting into. Either way, go to my bookie if you're going to do it. I only recommend service that's been good to me. That's why I'm, I would urge you to go to my bookie. You win, they pay. Join now, my bookie will match your deposit. Uh, with a 50% bonus, use promo code QS25 to activate that offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. And uh, it was the one and only BG left the uh, Apple Podcast review, five-star review we read on the show last episode. Um, he, I didn't get an email. I'm shocked. I'm trying to give him free stuff. I didn't, I didn't get an email. So... Email give it us, time give it time email know. us at qsmillish at gmail.com and give me your address and I'll get that stuff out and for everybody else you want free stuff go ahead and yeah we're not asking you to lie but if you like the show go rate us um, 20 stars if they can't if there's not an option for 20 just do 5 I think that's modest right <coughs> and leave yeah. leave a so leave a 5 star review in a, in, a, in a wonderful comment and if I read it on the air you too can win some stuff it's as simple as that <laughs> And, Joe, Syracuse heads to your neck of the woods, buddy, what? Wednesday, February 13th at 8 p.m. The Syracuse Orange in North Carolina first met in 1990. The two teams played five times prior to uh, the Orange joining the ACC, with the Orange leading the series at 4-1. to Since joining the ACC, they have split. Three and three. It sits at seven and four right now in favor of the orange. One of those wins for North Carolina State would come in the Orange's first ever ACC turning appearance, getting upset by the Wolfpack, 66 to 63. Uh, the Wolfpack sit at 17 and seven overall. But uh, they had a decent non-conference, but their conference is uh, scheduled with the ACC. Our record is 5-6. and six. They've won most of the games that they should in the ACC, so with the exception of Wake Forest beat them. Uh, a buzzer beater against Clemson, they won that one. And a 66-65 loss to UVA. Um, and the craziest thing I ever saw was 24 total points in a game uh, at this level. From a team oh, that's good. pretty decent, twenty-four points against Virginia Tech just over, uh, just about a week ago. So, um, yeah, and we all we all know senior Torn Dorn. He averages thirteen point six points a game. Uh, he's forty-seven point five percent from the field. He's got two guys behind him averaging double digits as well. A team as a team, they're shooting forty-seven percent from the field, thirty-seven percent from three, and sixty-nine point nine percent from the line. Joe, yes, um, sir. We've talked you're gonna be there right Yes sir okay cool so we've talked about their win against Auburn it's really the only the only like when when Auburn was what ranked what 11th seventh yeah seventh um, that was that was a good win for them non-conference play what they've done in ACC play is with with the exception of our win against Duke is what we're doing we're winning the, we're winning the games we should. And, right. um, you know, kind of, you know, we've got blown out a couple times. So have they, but, so what do you see, buddy?
4: I see a team that's been struggling recently. They pulled out a, a win at pit yesterday.
3: Uh, another close. One. So
4: yeah, it was a close one, but I mean, we know what the deal is with, with going to pit. Um, I know that, uh, like you said, they, uh, Torin Doran's their leading scorer and, um, you know, six, five senior, um, pretty good player. Uh, excellent player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, their new, well, it's second year coach from, um, UNC Wilmington. Uh, I think it's Kevin Keats. He, uh, had somebody transfer from Wilmington, CJ Bryce, a player, CJ Bryce, he sat, sat out last year. Um, and he's playing this year and he's their second leading scorer. He's, he's, been a really really good score as well and and he's he's impressed me he's a 6'5 uh junior guard so that's two tall guards um markel johnson uh, johnson and braxton beverly uh, are both around six foot six one guards and all four of those guys start and those that's i mean that's your your top four scores um all guards and then the all guards yes and then um the other guy that they, they start there, uh, Wyatt Walker, he's a senior forward at 6'9". So that's been their starting lineup for the past couple of games. I know they've switched up a couple different times because of injuries and stuff like that. But um, they play a solid – like they have nine guys that, that average over 15 minutes. And they press. They're going to be fresh. in your face.
3: huh? Keeping them fresh.
4: Yes, they keep them fresh. And like I said, they press. They play um, – they, they try to speed the game up. So – Again, uh, you don't really know. This is going to be one of those games you really don't know how it's going to work. Uh, they like to huck up a lot of threes. Um, and again, they just play play fast to try to get you to make mistakes. Um, and they try to, and like I said, with the guards and everything, they, they do shoot a lot of um, three-point sh- uh, shots. So, uh, I mean, it's going to come down a lot to, again, I think with Frank Howard, I think we're going to need him because I don't see this as... Highest battle being able to play the whole game, basically bringing the ball up the court. It's one of those things where that's kind of tiring when they make you do that and make you work for it every single time. And they're definitely going to make us work for it. They're going to try to tire us out, so we're going to have to sub out. And we're going to have—I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see a majority of everybody that he that you that plays there's that that has gotten minutes um, in this game. But um, they're going to try to wear us down, and they're going to try to make us to make mistakes and. Kind of makes me a little nervous, and then they shoot threes too. So that's really the two biggest things that I'm going to look at. And it's is,
3: and, and, and it's like which Syracuse team is going to show up? That's what makes me nervous.
4: Well, and I talked to <laughs> NC State fans, and they say the same thing about NC State.
3: Oh, okay. Because
4: again, well, because again, I mean, just like you said, a week ago they saw their team score 24 points.
3: Was that at home?
4: Yes, it absolutely. was.
3: It was at home.
4: Oh yeah, one of the people, one of the guys I work with is at the game. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he said it was awful. So, <laughs> oh. either way, um, you know, that's just, it's just it is just the breaks cuz Virginia Tech they have good defense, you know. That was I think a little bit after um we I think it was the next game after we played Virginia Tech. I don't know what happened to Justin Robinson, but he was in a boot. He didn't even play against in that game. Yeah. You have a team that averages what 82 points a game. Yeah. And they scored 24 against uh Justin Robinsonless. Virginia Tech. And then yeah. the next game, they come out and they score 96 points at North Carolina. They, like, triple what they scored. So, I mean, I talked to a lot of the, the fans because, obviously, you know, I'm down here. And uh, I run into a lot of fans, talk to them, and they are just frustrated. You know, come, looking at the non-conference, they had – oh, man. They were – they were all over the <laughs> – they were so excited. They thought they had such a good – we beat number seven, Auburn. Oh, we're They lost one game. Yeah, when it was at Wisconsin by four, it was a good yeah, game. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. they were pumped up. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, you know, I'm talking to him. He's like, oh, I just don't know. I just think it's just another mediocre year. So I don't know. If we're going to go through the gauntlet. We might not even make the tournament. Like that's the kind of stuff that you are talking about. So, um, they thought they saw something different coming, and uh, it's kind of kind of taking a turn a little bit. But again, they, like we talk about it, the ACC is tough, and they still have the good the numbers right there they 17 and seven overall. I mean, they haven't been great in the ACC, but again, they're still in in the dance. So, and they're still a formidable team. And again, we always talk about matchups, and that's going to be what, like again, what I look for. I'm going to look for, uh, you know, their three point shooting and how we take care of the ball and handle their press and, and pressure and everything like that. That's going to be the main things. Um, it, this is and, a. That, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, it, you're good.
3: This is another quad one game, okay? Because it's on the road, and I think that we need to capitalize on on one of these quad one games. And I think this is a this this one, Clemson. um, Those two are away games, right? And I think they're winnable games. Not that the others aren't winnable. I'm just, uh, you know, right? I get you know. On a a level, these are the two that stick out to me that I think are totally feasible to get these wins. So going into NC State Wednesday night, I hope we see a prepared Syracuse basketball team that's ready to run. I don't mind when they run. I think Tyus' battle is freaking dangerous.
4: Well, and that's the one thing is are they going to allow them to get it? You know, as Syracuse... Are they going to run the kind of press that kind of just makes Syracuse take down clock to where they can pass it back and forth like they normally do just to get up to court? Or are they going to be like in your face and they're going to be able to dribble by you and actually like create a fast break situation? Right. And it's, those, it's those kind of things that you don't really know. Uh, I do know that, that Markel Johnson is, is one hell of a defensive player. And he's going to be giving Howard fits. And um, you know, CJ Bryce, Dorn. We both know they can score. Braxton Beverly's three-point shooter. Uh, Wyatt Walker, big body down low that Chukwu going to struggle with. Um, they got a six ten sophomore, DJ Funderburk, who comes off the bench that creates a little bit of havoc with Devin Daniels, a sophomore six five sophomore guard that can come out and shoot threes. I mean, they they have guys out there. But again, like talking to the fancy state they're fans finished. down here and listen to some of the sports radio. They're just, there is are as inconsistent as we are. Right. Especially in the, in that, you know, their offense is basically good, but usually when they play a good defense, they struggle. So, um, again, it all depends on how they handle our zone and how they shoot. In my opinion, um, hopefully Chuku in can show up and not allow as many offensive rebounds. And hopefully Howard can sh- can show up and because i'm telling you right now i mean if howard can't get the ball against up up the court against markel johnson i don't know who else is going to be able to on the team other than maybe Tyus battle so there's little things that i'm looking at obviously we, we always want to look at the turnovers and you know rebounding make sure that's not too much and the free throws and stuff that we can handle you know not being sloppy uh but um
3: Brissett's yeah. got to Brissett's got to play the way he's been playing. Tyus, we don't even need to worry about almost. And you know who knows? I mean, I know Jalen Carey's kind of butterfinger sometimes, but maybe we see some of him and sprinkled in there. Maybe, maybe well,
4: we, we might get- need to if it comes down to ball handling and using your speed to you get to get across court and down the court. Uh, yeah. But again, I, I do like your your what you said about Brissett. Um, those are going to be the little things because from what I've seen, unless they change the starting lineup. Uh, they're not too big. So, uh, Wyatt Walker, that 6'9 forward, he's going to be guarding the center, whoever that may be at any given time, whether it's right. Chukwu, Sidibe or, or Dolce. And then um, you're going to have a 6'5 guard trying to guard Brissette. <laughs> yeah. So, again, I mean, that's really, got to take advantage you know, of that
3: matchup, man. He's got to be able right. to drive to the rim and, and
4: yeah. get the they rebounds. Only ha- the rebounds, ha- please. Right. They only have three players that they regularly play that stands six, taller than
3: 6'5". Playing so, four guards is risky, I think, against us. But then again, they can shoot th- the rock. So,
4: Well, if you move the ball around and they can shoot and then they go out there and they get the pressure, you know? I mean, yeah. if they got to break a press and Brissette's got to get the ball and break the press, then that's advantage them. Sure. Now, if we get to half court and we can get Brissette in some motions and get him to the point where he can get in and, and get some position down low... And hopefully he can take advantage of that. All right. <laughs> all right. So that's another thing that that we definitely are gonna need. Tyus is gonna need to do his thing. Um, big guy's is gonna have to do the little stuff, and obviously Brissett's probably going to be the matchup where we're gonna have the biggest mismatch.
3: So, all right. Well, hey, Wednesday, February thirteenth, at what time, folks? What time? <laughs> Twenty hundred hours. Eight o'clock. Yes. Yeah. Yes, gonna be
2: so a exciting. Late night.
3: <laughs> and then, um, obviously, we'll get back here like we always do the day after the game to give you our thoughts. You'll hear from us. We'll hear from you, as always. I would like <sighs> to thank Tix Blitz, uh, my bookie, Armchair All Americans, JP Mulligans. Go there, like their Facebook page. They have specials. Well, they do what? They do their happy hour every Monday through Friday. Uh, yep. at uh, 4 to 6. They get a the wings. And then they got the wingies and they got the burgers and then they got uh, Labatt's blue, dollar off Labatt blues during SU basketball games. So, go there. Yeah. Like their Facebook page. They Give away tickets. What's not to love? Um, <laughs> right. Also, thanks James on guitar and um, all of you. Thank you for listening. And uh, that'll be it for us. More Cuse Militia podcast is inevitable for Joe. I'm Sean. We are out.
2: Peace. Thanks for listening to the Q's Militia Podcast, the fan's voice with Sean and Joe.
1: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate
4: isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage.
5: Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah.
3: What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? (laughs) Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in.